If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, hello, hello. This is Private Talk Podcast with Alexis Texas. Back season two with another episode in Private Talk. Today we have the pleasure of having Sincere on the couch. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you for coming on Private Talk. I'm excited to talk to you. I'm excited to have you on our couch. Thanks for having me. You're an entrepreneur, businessman. You've kind of been, you know, your business is known as from um, promoting and things like that. How has it affected your business with COVID going on? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, as far as like uh, nightlife, everything shut down in California. So so how do you adjust to something like that? Since like, you're the biggest Hollywood promoter, you have all these big parties going on, and LA is like the number one place that's shut down. They don't want to let us live. Shit. I mean, I can curse, right? Yes, you can all say right, whatever right. you want. Uh, it's private talk. We can get as private as you want, baby. Um, yeah, so... For me, I was in a unique position when uh, COVID first hit. Um, from some of the other promoters I work with, I had a lot of cash. Uh, so I, after I caught COVID, I was sick as hell. Um, like in March, I was like borderline. Like I was going to die, I felt like. Um, I, got, I had a chance to put things back into perspective. And then there was like a glimmer of hope where I thought they was going to open the clubs back up. And they, they, they didn't. Um, and then, unfortunately, the George Floyd thing happened, and um, I was, uh, you know, a loud voice at the time, you know, putting together marches and bike rides with my boy Carver. It's amazing. And I just remembered, like, reading a book that Dr. Claude Anderson wrote um, just about, it's called Powernomics, um, just about how to really transform black people and where we are in society. And I just stepped away from like, you know, doing all the posts on my Instagram and I started to just buy business, you know, buy back the block. Um, I bought a restaurant, I bought a smoke shop and a friend of mine uh, gave me the honor of being able to invest in his cannabis business. And that's really what kept me, you know, cash ready and being able to sustain throughout this thing. But are they all here locally in LA? Everything is in LA. Uh, the restaurant's called Chicago's. It's on Magnolia, right in the heart of like the arts district. So you opened up all these things during COVID. Well so. well the restaurant not open, but I I purchased them. Okay. So um but the smoke shop is open. I bought it, it was already open. The restaurant actually was too, but I wanted to shut it down and revamp it. 
So now we're just um, going back and forth with the city right now about the best time to open it. So before, um, like, obviously you're an entrepreneur, you know, mm-hmm. you know and it, did you have these aspirations of being a restaurant owner or a smoke shop thing? Or is it something that you just kind of like fit into yeah. place with what was going on in the world and society? Um, well, the first investment I made uh, was a place called World on Wheels. Um, I did it, me, myself, Nipsey Hussle, um, BK Rude from Brooklyn, close ties with, with, with Diddy. Um, we decided to do that. That was a thing we wanted to do as black men and put back skating in mid-city. You know, Los Angeles is like a big skate place. People love to skate here. It's like a nostalgia thing. Like yeah. when you're a kid on the skate, exactly. bringing it back. So so I already um, thought in that way, but COVID forced me to Shift put, gears yeah, a put, little bit. put my foot on the gas. I had another restaurant too, small restaurant called The Fish Stop, which is still open right now. So it was something that I was already doing. So you knew um, how to do it. it. wasn't something you were doing completely from scratch. Nah, the smoke shop, yeah. That's okay. like a whole new thing I'm learning. Are you a smoker? No, nah, I don't smoke. I don't smoke weed or cigarettes or nothing. So I definitely had to, even with the cannabis business, I had to like learn all these different strands. That's a great, that's a great business to learn, especially in times like this. You know, sure. it's, it's like, that's the one thing that it's like never going to go away. You know, in hard times of COVID, everything, people are smoking and drinking like crazy yeah <laughs> whether you're happy or sad you're gonna smoke and drink you know so for sure it's good so how did you actually start in the entertainment nightlife you came from chicago and how did you get your start in la i mean were you already I, doing well, this currently in chicago nah 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 so i i came to california i sing and do music and write so that's how i came to i know you Los can rap and sing I yeah, know, so I, I, I started like that, like, you know, trying to, you know, oh, the dream, I'm going to go to Hollywood, and I'm going to be the next Jay-Z or whatever. And there's right? not that many people that do the both. Right, right, right. So I was one of the first guys doing that, um, you know, before Drake even became successful with doing it. And um, I, uh, that was my thing, but it wasn't making me no money, you know what I'm saying? And I'm a hustler, so I had an opportunity to it's weird because I was like just showing up to this guy's party and bringing girls and not getting paid because I, I literally didn't have nowhere to live. And I would like invite girls to come hang out. I knew if I got the right girl, you know, you know, saucy enough, I could go home with her, at least have a place to sleep for that night and, and get a shower in. And, you know, I was living out of my car. So that was like the plan I had. Like, I'm going to invite 20 girls. One of them going to let me go home with them. So I had a lot of dud nights, but, you know, most of the time I was able to execute my plan. And then, um, shit, he presented me the opportunity, like, yo, I'll pay you to bring girls. Like, you know, a lot of girls. I'm like. Was he already yeah. a, a promoter? He was already a promoter. I met him through the guy I came out here with, Hitmaker. He was an artist at the time. He had a big song out. And I used to kind of, like, play, you know, management, middleman for him and people when they wanted to talk to him. You know, he's a big celebrity at the time. And, um. I had all these numbers of people, girls, different other celebrities, promoters who would want to book him to do club You had the hostings. Rolodex that everybody I had wanted. The, I had the Rolodex. So um, I had already knew this guy. And um, like I say, I would just show up and hang out at his table with a bunch of girls. And he like, yeah, I pay you $10 per girl you bring to the club. And that's how I got into doing parties. That's cool. I feel like it's one of those things you kind of like, it's just you got to know game. And if you see it in front of you, like you said, if it was because at the time you were living in your car and if one of 20 was going to let you in and be whatever, then yeah. that was your game. And then you're like, okay, now $10 a head means this. And now we're going to equate it to this whole bigger thing. For sure. And then like LA is like, 
it's so like people are like it's so big but small it's like everybody is in the same circles when you know it's two degrees of separation of like knowing what is all going on facts so yeah. you what how was your experience on love and hip-hop it was all right um i think you know for where i was in my life at the time it made sense i wasn't looking to be on tv or nothing um but it just kind of happened organically through my relationship with mona scott young i knew her just from doing parties and stuff and she, uh, her and Nicki Minaj had this, um, like, little wine, mixed Moscato, this little wine. Oh, I remember to, when yeah, that came out. We would do little events and have Nicki and Mona would call me to help out with little events and stuff. And then um, one Love & Hip Hop came to Hollywood, because it already, I think, was in Atlanta and New York prior. When they came to Hollywood, my name just kept coming up in the circles with some of the people they were interviewing about being on there. And Mona's like, oh, you know, I know Sincere, I'm going to give him a call and you know that's how I ended up so it's one of those things like you said you didn't really want to be on TV but it's like you're already doing I just it never anyways. thought I, I had never thought about it you know what I'm saying like um from that perspective you know what I mean like I, I came to LA to be a musician and at some point I was like man fuck this music I'm tired of like the struggle struggling artists I just want to make money I didn't care about being famous or none of that and the weird thing is, that's when you got a calling, when you're destined for something, it just show up for you. And I became, like, lit as a fucking promoter. Like, I didn't even know that was a thing mm -hmm. until I did it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like uh, I'm one of the, I mean, outside of, like, Don King or something who promoted uh, box, boxing and shit back in the day. But I'm one of the first people that made being a promoter, like, some cool shit, some fly shit. I'm pulling up in Rolls Royces, made back my cars. I'm showing these guys, like, you could make money from doing parties if you do it the right way. And I had never really seen anybody do it the way I did it. And, you know, I started putting out, like, a vlog series of parties and celebrities and getting cosigns from Rihanna to these people. And I turned, I transformed myself into a celebrity in Hollywood amongst the people that, that frequent the nightlife scene. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, it was a vibe for me. Do you feel like it's kind of made your friendships in LA even more tight knit, or do you feel like that you know, having the show? Well, I mean, with who? With who? With like the, the the TV show? Yeah. Did it make my friendships more tight knit? Mm -hmm. Or did you I lose mean, friendships because of the show and people wanting to be maybe friends with you that were just trying to get limelight kind of thing, or was it just a situation? No, nah, I mean, where, I knew everybody. It's always kind of funny sometimes. Yeah, you know, yeah. You already know the people. It's not like you, you know, the show made you friends with these people. You, guys, right. you already know the same circles, but it's like, did it help your relationships or make it worse with being on a show, being so televised? Um, I think I managed to uh, maintain a certain level of dignity on the, on the show. So, now nah, I wouldn't say, I mean, it, it made me more famous, obviously, like walking the streets, people want to take pictures and stuff like that. But I wouldn't necessarily say like, it had a real impact. I mean, maybe girls probably want to fuck me more. You know what I'm saying? A lot of girls sliding in your DMs sincere. Yeah, I mean. Now they're yeah. hitting you up to see where they can stay when they're sleeping in their car? Nah, facts, you know. You know, <laughs> shit. How the roles or have or just, I think, I think, um, like, when I was a kid, you know, people was like, it's something about this guy. I always already had, already had that thing, whatever that it factor is. So it was like. And you're saying early on as a kid. Early on, for sure. Um People just knew I was different. Like, it's fascinating how that really yeah. plays a part because it's like, even though, like you said that time, you didn't know that 
promoting would make you be not necessarily your thing that makes you who you are, right. but maybe where people knew who you were. Yeah. And it's like, you know, and it just kind of like happens where it's like, now your name is in everybody's mouth. They're like, mm. what are you going to do? Now you're an entrepreneur. Now you're like, it's like you're leveling up every year. Which 100%. Is like, yeah. I think, I think cool. for me, it just really, it was like people knew something. And then when that happened, it's like, all right, now he got to take it to the next level. So every, I think, you know, for me, the my level of success I haven't peaked at all. Like it's, I'm like just at the surface right now. So I'm, I'm definitely like, I'm still young, 32. So I got a long time. I've been, I like, I've been lit for 10 plus years. Is there something that's like kind of like teetering around that you're like, that you want to do that you could see like, what's your, your next bit like thing going on? Like you have the restaurants, you have the smoke um, shop, you have cannabis, but those don't really seem like your passion. It seems like more just investment. Yeah, those business moves. You know moves, what I mean? Yeah, so it's like, yeah. is there something that you have always wanted to do that you probably just haven't well, done? Well, obviously music, right? I do that too, right? I put out music at a rate, the pace that I want to, and I'm not really necessarily trying to be Drake, you know, but I'm passionate about that. I'm passionate about entertainment as a whole. So even like during COVID, I wrote two scripts um, or two TV shows and one movie, like completed them. I'm talking about taught myself literally and you, how to and you've write. Never done that before. I had never done it before. I just That's had these awesome. ideas in my head. Um, you know, so I wrote out like um, one made in Hollywood is about me. You know, start off I'm like living in my car and then I become this promoter. It's like comedy, like dramedy, mm. um, like a black entourage type show. And then um, I kind of like compiled just stories from girls that I would. You know, a lot of girls, they get into this life and they're doing prostitution or porn or whatever it is. And I wrote a TV show about it's a one girl, but it's multiple girls stories in this one girl. And um, she likes, you know, grows up in the Bay Area during a recession and she has to figure out a way to make money. So she starts she starts off doing prostitution, but then she. You know, goes to porn and then she's like back to stripping and then she ends up being a pimp herself in Vegas and making Thanks all this sir. money and like learning how to play poker and like just a crazy thing. So, um, yeah, man, you know, it just has your skip, scripts been picked up. Nah, I haven't even. So I'm probably going more than likely fund it myself. Okay. So I haven't really been looking for like a show or like a network or something to pick mm-hmm. it up. I'm just interested in directing it and that's cool i mean it seems like an interesting concept you know to say the least it's one of those things that people want to know about not only the nightlife but like the adult entertainment of any sorts and what you know what moves and what ticks and what happens if it's the evolution of all these stories being together and happening so it's i just think a lot of the the stories are told wrong you know what i'm saying like especially when it comes to like sex workers too or even like the aspect of like um, whenever I see like a pimp movie, it's like this majestic guy who's able to trick these women into, and it's like nah, it's talk women out here. Smooth, it's, talk real slick. Yeah, but it's like it's women out here that they do they want to do their own thing too. It ain't about they just want to get some money, and I think it's and they it's, just it's, don't know how. So it's like they like need that person. Glorified. Nah, 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 nah. So so so. I don't think it's a, so. My show in particular, not about a guy. You know what I'm saying? I think the girl thinks she needs a guy, but ultimately she don't. And that's how she ends up becoming very successful on her own without a guy. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and I, 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 you know, I don't want, like, because women have the right to choose what they want to do, too. So it's more for me, like, she's empowered to do this or she feels as if she is, right? And it's, it's more that than, like, uh, 
you know, her need even needing to do it because at some point she becomes very successful and financially, and she like, nah, this is just what I do. This is just what I do. Well, if you ever you need know? any notes, you know, I'm oh like, yeah, for well, sure. Really, I'm yeah, really yeah, good yeah. in my business. So, you know, <laughs> I know I'm like it's like the living a life and somewhat a level of what it is because yeah. it's like I. I didn't wasn't empowered by the money. I was empowered by what it gave me. And I didn't know what that was at the time, but it was what my sexuality and my sensuality of who I was becoming as a woman. I was 21 when I first started, so it was like you didn't like I was young, dumb and full of cum, but I didn't really know what that really was aspiring to be and what that was going to become. So it's like for me it's always treated as a business and I always like it was just something that I enjoyed doing. Are you really from Texas? I am from the San Antonio area. And did you like have a traditional upbringing or I did I mean yeah for the most part your my mom and dad were together until I was at the age of nine and then they got divorced and remarried um but for the most part yeah I mean there was nothing mm. traumatic with that went on it was you know I was in my military family I was raised it was middle class I was raised with everything and you just that made I a decision like I made a decision I, what, what, I was what? always a sexual person and yeah. so for me sex is how I expressed myself and so for me I wanted to do it in a controlled environment that it was safe right. for me to express myself how I wanted to and again like I'm saying when I did it in the first, I didn't know what me wanting to express myself was, mm -hmm. but I knew that there was a higher meaning to what that all became. And that's why Alexis Texas kind of grew into what I am now. But that's, but see, that's the story, right? Because I think the problem is in anything in society, right? It's the narratives that's created around something. So from the beginning of like sex work, there's this dark, there's a stigma of, yeah, like, of like, I must have been molested. Or Someone took right? advantage of me. Someone exactly. told me something. Yeah, and but that's, that's not your story at all. No. And it's a lot of women, that's not their story. Facts. And that's so, why I think what, you, what your concept exactly, that you have is yeah. really good. And like the following thing is because everyone wants to, like, what I don't like is the portrayal of, and exactly why I do my show, is like, people think I'm only one lane. I'm mm. only this, that, or whatever. Or they can have their own conception about me about a lot of things. But for me, this is about a way to show the dimensions of more. To the, what it really is. 100%. And I feel like people give porn, the ones that I've done like documentaries or these series and all these things have been in a really negative way when exactly. I never had that issue for myself personally. Not saying that no one ever has and not saying that these people are lying, but they over embellish of certain situations that make it just look awful. 100%. And you know what I mean? And even I was seeing some kind of stupid meme like that someone put on this TikTok thing about why porn ruins relationships, this, that, and the other. And I'm like, that's your opinion. But right. that doesn't mean that that makes it fact and factual for everyone. You can try to tell everyone that it is, but that doesn't mean that's still right. So I like the fact on the angle of like, this is more empowering because that's what it's done for me in my life. It's only empowered me more to open more doors and business adventures that I would never have been able to have the capacity to do. Maybe, maybe not, but like without having my name and my brand of where it's at. 100%. And now you could use that name and brand and do anything. You want to sell clothes, you want to sell makeup, you could do that shit. And I, and, and you know, I'm not here to try to like be an advocate for women to use their bodies to make money at, by any means. But there is a degree of, of empowerment that comes with that. And I think, you know, the same way we want women to have a right of choice to have a child, they should be able to use their body to make money if they want to. 1,000%. I feel like, and that's why for me also with the whole stigma of it, it's okay for a man to do it, but it's not okay for a woman to do it. And take just the porn star, you know, like um, people as well. You think it's okay porn for, star a men, for a Porn star men get more praise than porn star women. Most oh, men yeah, are yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah. my God, you're like the MVP, you're this or whatever. But me, 
oh, you're troubled, honey. You need this. You need that. I'm like, no, the fuck I don't. Right, because what happened I'm to the guy? I'm actually cooler what than happened? that motherfucker. Yeah. Thank you very much. But <laughs> like, what happened to the guy that made killed him? We never investigate that. No, and yeah. that's why. And even within sex and in regular relationships, it's like it's okay if a guy could fuck every girl every day of the week, but if a girl does it, she's a hoe. She's a whore. You don't want to be with her. One hundred percent. So it's yeah. like you know that stigma of like for me, it's just about education. You can still I, have I, your I own dis- mindset. I disagree on it. with that. I feel like. If a woman sleeps with a lot of men, she just want to sleep with a lot of men. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's like, why young, dumb, and full of come with me. I was in my 20s. I probably would have slept with a lot of men, but in porn, it was a very, it's a small, knit type of people. Like, right. I, I fucked Everybody the same tested. 15, 20 people. You know what I mean? But mm. I did over 400 movies, yes. But I didn't go out there and fuck everyone. I was fucking 12 to 15 people. Yeah. And so for, for me, that was the safest movies, for me. That's not even a lot, because shit. I mean, you it, might it is well, a lot no 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 no. I'm just, but, well but well yeah. well. If you saying like the twenty people, right? Yeah. But then I'm saying like, you you if you were married in two years, you'd have fucked four hundred times. So it's like all right. It's in 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 the ret in a retrospect, like everything is like not a lot of fucking. You see what I'm saying? Like sure. and you made a living doing it. So facts. I have <clears throat> I have no regrets. I like it. Yeah. Go bigger. Go. You home. still do porn or you? I don't. I have an OnlyFans that I do um, solo stuff and custom videos and things like that, but I don't shoot movies anymore. It's been about three years. Okay. Yeah. So I know I don't anymore. But for me, again, I don't. I don't have anything bad to say about it. It's only done good things for me. I. I. Um, I definitely have much love for the adult industry, mm-hmm. and just because I mean, even with you being in the nightlife, it's it's not that you're in the adult, but it's like it's kind of the same field, but not. In a sense, yes, yeah, entertainment for sure. You yeah. know what I mean. So it's like it's it's you you see the parallels of each other. So you know, so the similarities so much nowadays, especially moving to LA, it's just different. The, in the nightlife scene, it's a lot of women sleeping with a lot of men for no nothing. See, and that's the thing <laughs> so, is like I would so get the like, people that would be like, okay, I'd be in a nightclub and I'm at a table, and it'd be the bottle girls being the most promiscuous one, or sometimes just the people who are coming to think. But yeah. I'm a whore because I did porn. Well, yes, I did do porn, do but yes, people, I you did. You think people still think like yes, that? Yes, I do, 1,000%. Okay. I, I, I've had I, girls say that to me, and most times after they speak to me, it's a different you know, situation because right. I don't look at anybody any different than me. Like I don't think I'm better than them for doing the choices I did and vice versa. If you talk to me like a human, I'll fuck with you like a human. If you disrespect me, then I'm going to disrespect you too. Yeah. Now, at the end of the day, when you hear the comments when they're in the bathroom and they're talking shit about you when you're in the same table, you can only wonder that it's the same thing. I, I don't, you know, maybe I'm in a bubble, and but I don't think people even... Especially now, like shit, Eric. All the girls doing OnlyFans, well, you know. At the same time, it's like, what's the difference? I mean, you but know. That's the thing is, like, now it's supposed to be okay because they're all doing it. But right, when I was right. doing it, it wasn't. It wasn't okay. Because yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I've been doing OnlyFans for way longer than the pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I was doing it way before that, and I feel like now we're supposed to be homies, which I never had a problem not to be anyway, homies. Right, but it's right. like now you see that the like we're still the same people. Yes. And that's kind of like why it's like it's all about communicating, talking about it. Like there was no reason before that you make your money, girl. That you're not taking away from me, right? Or guys, you know, everyone's doing a fucking OnlyFans. Do you have an OnlyFans? Nah, stuff? I don't have OnlyFans. Not even a BTS of your parties. I'm sure crazy things happen at your parties. Nah, um, I mean, part of the reason people want to come to my party is 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 for the level of dis- discreet discreetness. Yeah, like being able to, you know, the things I do show are just moments of. Like um, good, good time. Like the highlight reel. Yeah, yeah, just like. So is there anything, I know yeah. you like discreetness, but is there anything, the craziest story you've ever seen in one of your parties? 
Um, no names need to be included. Nah, nah. Just story time. I think, I mean, I've seen a lot of crazy shit, so I, I, I mean. I'm sure you, cra- like, go down the whole pages of things. Of what yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, crazy, like, how? Like, excitement or, like, some, some Um, weird, Let's like, do crazy excitement and then crazy, like, wow, that was fucked up. Um, shit. I mean, I probably have myself some of the most like talked about moments in the nightclub. Like I fucking uh, on my twenty fifth birthday, I like I th- I threw a party with with P- with P Diddy and at Supper Club. It was like just a zoo in there, oh, like crazy. Yeah, it was just like crazy. Wow, like people on top of people. And I fucking um you 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 remember Supper Club? The girls used to come out the ceiling like I came out this fucking. Oh, ceiling. you were on the little fucking. Yeah, like you, you <laughs> were like Peter Pan to your it fucking. It was crazy. I was in like a cage. I had like a fucking Zorro, Zorro mask on, nigga. Like with a big ass bottle of champagne the size of a small child, nigga. And they were like, "It's your and birthday!" Like coming it's down, like <laughs> welcome to the show. Everybody like, oh, this nigga's great, like. So yeah, that's probably like. Was that your idea to come yeah, down, yeah, yeah. swing I, I, from I was, the chandeliers? Yeah, I was like, man, I gotta do something crazy. You know, supper club ceilings like fifty feet high. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, I gotta do some crazy shit. Like it's my 25th birthday, and I said, like, like a Diddy, like it's my idol. You know, and then I became friends with him, and I'm like, I gotta get this guy to do my birthday, but we didn't really have a budget like to pay him, so I like got him for this crazy price. And I'm like, I got to do something epic. Like, I want to just be iconic. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, fuck it. I got to come out the sky. You know? <laughs> the wow but, factor. Yeah, I mean, I've done crazy shit, man. Like, even I, I invented this shit called the walk-up, nigga, where it's like, I have like 100 girls, beautiful girls, meet me at my house. And then I just like walk up to the door with them. And like, no one was doing that. You know, guys would stand outside and wait for girls to show up. And oh, she's with and me. And most times, yeah, it's like yeah. the guy to girl ratio is not really good. It'd be a movie, though. That's the vibe, though. Because girls like but, girls. But besides yourself, like you not, you not doing it. Like other guys would be like with all their homies. They're oh, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, nah, like, nah. Whatever. It'd it's be like, me, it's, me, one security, and 90 women. You know what I'm saying? Hot. Like, and I'm walking up with a trail. You feel me? Like, so how I, did like, you get this idea to do that? You're just like out of the box. Well, like, my, so I'm sincere show. You know what I mean? So, mm. you know, my, my thing is like a grand entrance and an even grander exit. You know what I'm saying? That's that's so. how I imagine myself like creating moments more so than like just being. That's why I'm we talking. Right. Because I, I made a decision. Something clicked in my mind like, oh, I got to transform the culture. You know, when I first came to Hollywood, it was still like top 40 type niche little clubs, mm-hmm. you know, Leonardo DiCaprio's here. And then they're like playing fucking Katy Perry all night. Like, and I'm like, not a vibe. Nah, like I'm from Chicago, you know? So I'm like, nah, well, I'm like, y'all not playing no Jeezy here. I'm like, I couldn't, how the fuck are y'all not playing young Jeezy? I, I didn't even understand that. And then I would go to like hip hop nights and it's not like, it's not a fucking hip hop night. What's going on here? Um, so I, I was like, Grace nah, we gotta, but before <laughs> that, it was, there was a Greystone <clears throat> on Sunday, there was a guys and dogs on Sunday and it was the same guys that did that and they did hip hop, but it was still like fucking Wale albums playing, which I love Wale as a musician, but Sucks. it wasn't trap music <laughs> yeah. yet. It wasn't the Migos. It wasn't. So when I started throwing parties, I was like, nah, like. I want the trap like and 
I feel like I was instrumental in getting hip hop to like to be in number one now because Hollywood wasn't. It was like, ah, oh, that's ratchet. Like we're not. Those are the rat. And I'm no, 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 no. This is Rihanna's here. J Lo's here. That's what people want to like, hear. People want to like get exactly, down with we, that. We, like, and I made it a show. Like every night. I don't know if you ever, if you had the time to like look at one of my vlogs, but I bring you inside the party. It's literally like I'm on the mic. It's a DJ, and it's like a circus going on. And I love that. I'm I'm like very. I don't drink, so uh, I can see everything. I'm standing on the highest point. And like I see you, Alexis Texas is in the fucking bu- yo. Give her a shot right now. I'm talking. I'm literally. It's a the pro- it's, it's, a, it's a vibe. I'm, it's a everybody's party when you interacting. Walk in. yeah. it's, it's all like happening. It's not just like you're in your own little space. And like I'm putting everybody in the That's same dope, space. Yeah. You know. So um, now one of the ma- the wildest shit I ever seen. Like I mean. I want the truth. We want the truth, sincere. Don't just tell us some. Some of the more wild shit don't really be like in the club. It's after the club. The after party. Yeah, it's like after party. It's like let's go to, and really a lot of time because I've seen so much shit. What make it wild is who will be doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like fucking Bob Saget or something doing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you like what the fuck is he's doing a line like like and I'm I'm not saying Mr. Bob Saget. <laughs> I know Bob Saget never did a line in my party. Okay, you're just giving an example. I'm just of, saying, yeah. but it'd be like nigga, is that Bob Saget in a fucking? It's just like the, the almost extreme thing, <laughs> and you're like, uh, what? But it's like from people you wouldn't expect to see that from because Hollywood paints a picture of who they want to look a certain way. And then it'd be like, wow, shit going on. You know, it's crazy. Like, that's how I went. So with dancing, I featured dance everywhere. And, like, all these clubs wouldn't like my playlist because it was all hip-hop. And it was all, like, everybody would love it. So when I would go there, they would first be like, oh, you can't do that. And then it'd be like, some country as I'm like, I'm not dancing that. Yeah, what the fuck? I'm not, like, I I can't shake. I like that at other time and place, but I can't shake my ass to it. Like, and so I'm performing, so if you want to see me, this is this what, what I'm doing. Yeah. So I just set that tone and like I kind of changed it for the strip club as far as feature girls is because they like were like, oh, they let you do that. I'm like, let me. I'm, I'm like, doing, I'm yeah, going to do I'm it. So what would happen would be like I would go, I would start on say a Thursday and by like Saturday night, all the fucking house girls would hate me because they're like, how do you get all the good music? And I'm like, just enjoy it while we can. Girls yeah. like, you know what I mean? But it'd be like you could see even the clientele would it was a vibe. It was night and day from when they were hearing like the whole other shit. And then you're like, oh. This is what we're doing. Facts. And it's like, now I'm doing. Hi. I'm doing. I'm doing an experiment right now. So I create a lot of content, and I just want to see how much influence I got. So I started like, I'm like integrating like rock music in my shit. Okay. Like, yeah. But like, is it a twist? Like a twist up, nah, or is nigga, it just, it's just rock? No, it's just fucking Phil Collins. Oh, okay. Like it's just in like, the air. It, <laughs> You feel me? I, I, but I, 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 see, I mean, I've been in many strip clubs with it in there. Yeah, and it, it like, I want to see. If, you're, if you can know how to do it right. My yeah. other thing is, too, it's like, don't twerk to songs that don't need to be twerked to. Nah, facts. Be like, facts. you know, Phil Collins has but to be I, like saying, a vibe where I, you're like feeling the I just want to like, I want to bring like everything together, like Cause like there's a lot of segregation throughout the world, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like especially and music is the way I feel like to heal everything that. you could bring it together. And I I see like places like Coachella doing things, you know. And I want to be more like that. Like I want to be able to like even the girl who not traditionally listening to fucking Cardi B. Like I want her to feel safe 
in that environment, in that space with, like, because we all the same people, you know? Mm -hmm. So I want to, like, all right, let me do some hood shit, but, like, we playing Maroon 5 the whole time. You see what I'm saying? I like it. And see how we can, like, because we like rock music, too, but it's just about... But it's also, too, again, like the environment. What you do is you set that ambience for them. Exactly. So it's like if you're giving them all these tools, then if you, it's just like plug and play at that yeah, point. Yeah, I'm going to create, like I'm gonna create, create whole the thing where it's just. And I'm going to let them, I'm going to make it. You'll see. So how did we'll you see. come up? What is the nickname, like Sincere? How did that come about? What does it mean? Oh, Sincere, my mom named me Sincere. So when I was a small child, before I was born, um, the story is she wanted to name me Sincere. But my uncle was murdered while she was pregnant with me. So I got his name. My grandmother gave me his name. My real name is Vincent. So even since I, every job I worked, my name tag would say Sincere. Like, that's just been my name. That's who you are. Um, the, the show was like this group that me and this guy was in. We was like, let's just call ourselves the show. And I kind of like wasn't using that name. And I remember I'm like, I did a big thing on Twitter. This is when Twitter was popping. I'm like, I'm changing my name. It's going to be huge. And I started to realize, like, because my name was Sincere Music on, like, MySpace and all that shit back then. And I was like, man, I'm bigger than music. Like, it's I'm a walk-in show. So I took the last, the group name, and I just made myself Sincere Show. Because I do more than what I do so much. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I, I feel like what I'm doing is more of a show. And it's, and it's not just about music. So that's why I changed my name. I like it. I feel like it, it's, it's, And then know. King Show... Cause everybody call me King Show. It's like it came when I was doing Supper Club. I used to like wear crowns and shit. Okay. I just listen, create compelling spectacles. If you want to stand out, you know what I'm saying. You got to think about what you're doing too. Like people just live their life. Like I want to be an actress. I'm like, well, how do you get there? Like, so me, I literally will like plan to do something. To have an impact in that moment. You see what I'm saying? That's so awesome. that's the show part of me. Like, And it's just yeah. all off, like, you doing, the, like, the crowns, this, all that stuff. It's just all you, 100%. No one's, like... Nah, nah, I don't that. have, like, a team of scientists, like, fucking Kanye. Well, today you're gonna... You and Kim you are gonna know, have... You never know, you like, know what I mean? Nah, nah, nah. These days, it's either people... Nah. Influenced by people that you are surround yourself with, or you're, like, you know... You nah, I mean, high, I bounce... You I talk bounce, to your friends, and you're like, oh, I'll I, wear this I bounce shit. Ideas. Like, like, I bounce ideas. Like, my, my sister, my publicist, Echo Haddix, um... I called her today because I was coming here, and I just wanted her to know. She's like, "Run, and, um, don't do it." No, 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 no. She was like, "She was like, no, nah, that's dope," you know. Because I mean, I, I wasn't familiar with your work, mm -hmm. and she, but she was. So I'm like, because right, I, 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 I asked Frenchie, I was like, she, I was like, she do porn or something? And he's like, yeah. So I, I you know, I, I, I like heard how your your octave changed. She just, what? <laughs> yeah, what? yeah. Because I, I didn't know, I didn't, you know, Why I'm are you like, asking me? I don't want to, you know, obviously, I didn't know what to get, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, let me, you know, but she knew who you was, and I guess she had seen some of the, and she's like, nah, it's gonna be okay. But what I told her today is like, and that's what I mean about planning stuff. Like I have amazing pictures of myself. With like beautiful women and on islands and yachts, like most of my pictures look just very wealthy, like planned. I'm always like, if I'm going on a trip or something, I'm already spending a lot of money anyway. I might as well make it. So Where's like, what like what I have on now, like you would never see me in a picture like with this on. Like it's gonna be a fucking Versace shirt, 
with some Cartier. I see you couldn't with, dress up for me sincere. I yeah. see. No, no, no. I just I honestly just I wanted to be comfortable, you know. And I'm it's and, good. And, it's a private conversation, nah, it's a private nah. talk come. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to be relaxed. But I'm saying like I told her today, like, yo, I wanna like you know how you Google shit on the internet, like big booty bitches or whatever, right? Like certain shit'll come up. So I wanna like put my pictures on the internet. So like if people Google certain things, like private jet or something, like I'm on the private jet, like I just top want my trend, pictures. Like the, the trending top. Yeah, I just like want my one. pictures in the world when it comes champagne bottles and it's me like holding a big ass baby bottle. Like, you know, yeah. I just want to like put more content out there for people because, I mean, the legacy, the imprint is like a fingerprint, you know, like you're going to leave on this planet. Like, it's, it's only one sincere show. So I want to like, now I'm, I'm um, actually like about to max out on content and creativity and at this point it's like why not you yeah. have nothing but to do you know you you've yeah. been definitely successful here in la and you're doing all these like great things that it's like why not push it to all of them like give it to everyone yeah i want i want i want to i want to just be a meme like a lo- a never-ending meme you know like what i'm saying that. like what do you think is your best biggest party you've done yet i got a few um but there's one party me and Meek Mill did um, Grammys. We do Grammy weekend. Me and Meek, we've done it like five times, four, four, I think four times. Because he been in jail once or twice when we was planning on doing something. Um, but the first one we did was legendary. I'm talking like, I had fucking lions there, camels. Like we did it at this place in Bel Air. And it was literally like, I had fucking every, like, any celebrity you could think of was there if they was alive. Like, they were there. Any, everybody. It was a party to be on. It was just, like, motherfuckers hanging off shit. I, I don't even know how to explain You could Google it. Like, uh, fucking TMZ interviewed me the next morning, like. This was the greatest party on earth. Like it was and just. And you don't drink, you don't smoke, nah, nah, you don't nah. do anything. So how nah. do you like? Maintain, I'm working though. But how know? do you maintain like your sanity when all these crazy things are happening at such a like short, epic event? Short, you gotta be short with people. Even yesterday, I threw a pool party. Um, we followed the guidelines of COVID. Uh, you know, a few people, and um, everybody wanted to talk to me for an hour by themselves. It's like 300 people here. I'm going to talk to everybody for one hour. So you got to be quick with people. You know, you got to learn how to be, man, good to see you. Oh, man, give me a second. You feel me? You know know when to like. Yeah, you got to, you got to. This one guy did catch me yesterday for like 10 minutes. It was, (laughs) it was dreadful. Like he wasn't even talking about nothing. He just, I'm just standing there like, how do I get out of this? Like he was like aggressive, a little. I'm just like, you know what I'm going to do, too? I'm going to start, like, filming moments like that, and I'm going to just do a voiceover. Like, how the fuck do I get out of this? Like, like, when are you going to be finished talking about yourself? You're talking about property you own and And I'm sure right now it's probably even worse because most people aren't really getting out that much. And then when they do, they're like, oh, my God, it's a person. They need to get on fucking Clubhouse or something. They could talk all day on that motherfucker if they want to. Talking about Clubhouse, Frenchie told me about your (laughs) alter ego, Skinny. Skinny. Can you tell us about Skinny? Man, Skinny, <laughs> man. Me and the, me and the, actually I'm gonna do it today too. Me and the gang, we got um we do prank calls on people. Oh, I love so it. So the other day, like me, game, fucking Chris Brown, like we just like doing prank call, call, calls on people. 
And um, the first prank call I did, I came up with this character, um, Michael Moore. How you doing? I work for the CDC. This is Michael Moore. And it's like this old black dude who's like telling people, I'm calling people like, yeah, uh, Dr. Fauci, I work with Dr. Fauci. And we got to tell result back. And you got COVID. No, no, no. You got a rare strand of COVID. Now, look, I'm just doing my job, man. You know, it's like he's over just, you know. And um, and these people, I'm the, sure, are just eating it up. And they, they, like, they think they, they like, real. what's going on? Like, you know, we're pranking somebody, mom, who just got fucking tested. For COVID, and then you know we'll <laughs> you know we'll laugh at the end like ah you're pranked ah whatever. So they was like uh, this one girl came up with this dope ass when like um I'm gonna call my dad and tell him that I was working for a pimp and I owe him money and in order for he's gonna keep me until my dad pays him. So she her dad like uh, like the DVD man who sells DVDs in like Boston somewhere, and she called him and and I'm like um. Motherfucker, it's skinny. <laughs> bitch, I got your bitch. Your motherfucking daughter owe me money. And like, I'm just going on this crazy. And he believe he's like, I'm I'm trying to like. How do you keep your composure? Oh, well, I'll mute the phone because I'm <laughs> laughing. Like, I'm tr- and I'm trying to like do something so outlandish that he knows it's not real. And they just don't know. Like some people, that's just how they are. They, they, and I, like that shit let me see how like. People be looking at the news and believing certain shit that ain't like because this dude he's literally like, no, my that's my daughter. I'm gonna kill you. I'm, I'm like, motherfucker, it's skinny. I'm literally singing and he's like singing my name. He, he, he's like, I don't care about no goddamn skinny. You singing, motherfucker, <laughs> my daughter. And it's just hilarious. Like people, that character, like people been. Losing their mind about this guy, like to the point where like niggas talking about writing fucking movies about this guy. I like, like skinny, yeah, skinny's crazy, man. He's, he's this guy's crazy. Sounds like you got something going there. Yeah, I mean, I, that's and that's when we were saying earlier about just like what I want, what I want to do and stuff. Like, I definitely think acting is. I acted in one movie before. I played like a Muslim in prison. What's the movie and so we can go? Watch. I can't even fucking remember. My my mom. Damn it. T- Actually, I I know it. My mom um called me, and she was watching it, and I forgot I was in it. And she's like, "Your sister saw you in this movie," and she's like, "Why didn't you tell yeah, me?" Yeah, it's like on Netflix or some shit. And I'm like, "I fucking forgot I did that movie. That was like 2015." And um, it's it's something, but it's like a pastor. He he uh he goes to jail for like a murder or something, and I'm like this Muslim dude who's like. Trying to convert the inmates to Islam because you know a lot of black dudes become Muslim when they go to jail, and I'm basically antagonizing the pastor. Like, oh, he's these pastors supposed to be you know benevolent, but this motherfucker in jail with us. You know what I'm saying? Come to the the, the Muslim side of the you know the, the fucking faith. So, it, so it, how did I, you, you even know, get that role if you've never acted? Um, uh, uh, this 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 dude, man, I can't even remember his fucking name, but. Right after I was on Love and Hip Hop, um, he reached out to me. and was like, because I, I am Muslim. He was like, man, I want to, uh, I'm, I'm writing this movie. I think you'll be perfect for this role. It was like two days worth of shooting for the little scenes I had. And I was like, fuck it, I'll do it. You know what I'm saying? And he never seen me act or nothing before, but I killed the role, though. That's dope. And I feel like that's kind of sometimes how things kind of fall into your lap. And maybe that's what you're supposed to be doing. I was in a Netflix movie called Bloodless Zombies. Bloodless Zombies? Bloodless Zombies. I was the only person, I think, other than one person that stayed alive. (laughs) 
Wow. I, had, I, I screamed really great. You know, there was blood everywhere. Right. There was an axe. It was fun. But at that time, like, I just, they wanted me because of my name. Hey, let me but ask you something. It was actually really fun. Why, like, when you do watch a porn, movie type porn, like HBO and shit, why the acting be so fucking cheesy? I couldn't tell you because I don't really like do the production. <laughs> I don't do any of that stuff. But it is cheesy. It was like, it's well, is it it intentional? Like, a, like a Cinemax type of thing. I just think it's bad acting, to be quite honest. Okay, okay. Like, because I don't know. I feel like there's like a, there, mm, that's probably going to be in trouble, like saying that, but it's like D list type of people, like oh that aren't even God. like whatever that are like. So there's an A list in porn? No, not even with porn because some of them aren't like in like cinematic movies. But is there A list in porn? I, I would say so, yeah. Do you think. Right now, today, with the current landscape of, of like sex work and fucking OnlyFans, and blah, 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 like they're still an A list. I mean, I come from a realm where it's like like the world of like when porn star meant something. Right. Now, any like person, when Video Vixen meant something. Yeah, like yeah. the thing is like like you for to, for me the word porn star is like a big accomplishment, and I think that everyone now just thinks they're a porn star. Well, they're in porn, but you're not a porn star. There's, there's so stars what makes a system. star? What makes it big contracts? I mean, not only for contracts. I had one contract in my whole career, but I feel like it's like your star of power. Just like how you had that it factor. Like yeah. Some girls just have it, or you don't. And in a group of like a year time frame, frame of new girls coming in, there's about maybe one to two of them that really stand out within that whole thing. Because a lot of girls, it's like a dime a dozen. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure you deal with the same type of girls in L.A. They all typically look the same. So unless you stand out or you're doing something that most people aren't, you're not really, like, they're just not, you can't, you can't um, teach star power. You either have or you Facts. don't. Facts. That's true. You know what I mean? So it's like, it, some uh, people, I didn't even know with, with me, is I, like, people, when I first came in the scene, like, I looked different than a lot of people, but people were like, how do you have it? I'm like, I don't know. I'm just showing up and fucking just like everybody else. Like, right. you don't really but know what that But you got personality, though. True, but I, in the movies, it doesn't really like. They're it's not energy. asking. It's energy, me. though. Yes, it's I energy. agree. I think it's yeah. all, in, and it's also back to the point where it's like people wanting to rebook you because you do have that personality, or yeah. you do want your fun to be around because it could be anybody, you know. And I'm sure that's the same thing with you, like booking parties. I'm sure there's somebody that you probably book more parties with because it's For easy sure. to deal with. And there's other yeah, people yeah, that yeah, you're yeah. like, nah, 100%. Um, probably not. Gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> pass on this party because you're fucking a nightmare to deal yeah. with. Yeah, now I tell people all the time, um, like certain artists. Like, like Yo Gotti, whether he got a song out or not, I always pay this guy because he just he's professional. He comes, does more than the baby. He's another guy who, whether he's popping or not, he could get money from me. And then there's some of these guys, they don't understand, like, what goes up comes down. And But me, I'm a constant in the in the space if I choose to be. If I, I could do parties another 10 years until I'm 40 and... I can, I'm still going to be able to pay people, so I'm still going to be able to make money. And they don't understand that a lot of these young guys, they get arrogant. They think they this or that. They don't act like they're not supposed to get to know you or treat you like a human. Like, nah, bro. Like, I'm me. I'm, I, I see that yeah. on my level to me, so I could only imagine on, like, on your level dealing yeah. with them actually and, like, working with them. Like, for me, they're just like, that would be some 20-something-year-old. I'll be like, oh, I've seen you watch your porn. Like, fuck, let's fuck. No, it doesn't work that way, homie. I'm sorry <laughs> to tell you. You're never going to fuck me. It's levels. <laughs> sorry, you ruined yeah, any chance no. of that. <laughs> Is there somebody that you refuse to work with or have had a bad falling out experience with? Um, I mean... Not really. I mean, I've had moments with people. Like, I got into a little back and forth with, like, Floyd Mayweather at one point. Or, but, you know, nothing serious. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, nothing serious. You know, G Herbo, recently, he's a younger guy. He, 
I booked him for something. It was a little little tension. Even on Clubhouse, I just had a little thing with 21 Savage. It's like, I, I don't, you know, on your way to the top, you can't take nothing personal. I don't take stuff personal like that mm-hmm. because, you know what I'm saying, I'm, 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 I'm outside too, you feel me? And like, I'm accessible, so I gotta, I'm always ready to protect myself. So if anybody want to play them type of games at that level, I'm, di- it's, you know, that's a different space that I don't even, I just be like ignoring a lot of stuff. But yeah, nah, these guys, they don't, but I'll just not book somebody. I'd be like, nah, I don't want to book that guy. Yeah. But most of the time, it don't even really be artists. It'd be like DJs and shit. Like, DJs just, I don't know. They'd be too, like, damn, boy. You know, like, you ain't even. But they show up, like, master DJ of all time. Like, nigga, all right, he's not getting booked again, you know, so. I feel that. Yeah. So, dating, you probably have a lot of options because you're, like, the L.A. King promoter. <laughs> yeah. How uh, How is dating right now? Um, it's cool. Um, I've been talking to this one chick right now recently. It's cool. I so never you're off a, the market. You're single. No, nah, no, nah, I'm not. Like, you're yeah, I'm, I, you know, even it's if like I COVID times too, so it's like how, how turns it up. <laughs> even if I was to be in a relationship, um, it would probably be an open relationship. I don't think monogamy is like a real thing for me. Has that? Least. Have you done that type of relationship before in the past? Like have multiple girls. I've never been in a relationship. Like a, you haven't no relationships, no girlfriends no, ever. No. Interesting. No, by Why, choice. Because yeah. of work? Yeah, I'm just... Um, or there just hasn't been somebody that's you know, been like... You know, when I was 18, I was riding around in L.A. with a Lamborghini. Riding around and getting it? Living in the mansion. I didn't... I was like, I'm going to fuck everything moving. Like, that was my plan at that age. And then I fell off and was broke living in my car. I'm like, I don't want no girlfriend. I'm broke as fuck, like, living in my car. Then I was like, on the come up, getting money. And then I started to get, like, a lot of money as a 20-something-year-old. And I'm like, I just want to fuck all the bitches. I don't want to be tied down to somebody and now i'm 32 it's more feasible you know what i'm saying it might be something that's like all right i could get me a and two i just want people to take me more serious i don't want to be put in this box of like the fun guy all the time like you know i do got businesses i am you know writing and trying to um, create something outside of the persona that i gave people um but at the same time i don't want to like be like forced into this like oh you own me and I own you and therefore you can't you know I tell people this like my girlfriend whatever we call a whore right like a hoe or promiscuous woman I'm probably gonna marry that girl I don't really want to be with the goody two shoes yeah I I don't I don't you know what I'm saying what does it really mesh with your lifestyle in some yeah, way. it's just not you know like I'd rather a girl who who's been in the mix. I don't I don't look at like oh you slept with these people or something like that's not a bad thing to me. That's just like that's what you did. Now if I fall in love with a girl who had once partner, all right, whatever. But I'm saying I don't think it's likely. You know what I'm saying because they won't re- really understand my life. And you don't how have it substance is. to your life to really understand like all the walks of what's going on. Cause I feel yeah. like you kind of have to have experience to be in any relationship, especially since yourself, if you kind of had the willpower and the strength to be like, okay, I may not have myself together right now all the way for a relationship in your eyes, but it's like, let me get all these things in together. And yeah. like when doing that, it like evolves your taste in women, what you really will put up with and do like that. And, and you also see your friends and your peers what they have to go through. So yeah. it's like, you know what I mean? It's a lot of deterred moments. It's a bad, hot man. It's a beautiful place. Worst place to find a wife. LA? LA. Why is that? It's a, It's like, 
whatever you want and desire, you can get it here. Like you can you can just if you fantasize about different celebrities and stuff, you're gonna meet those guys here and actually sleep with them. If you love money a lot, you're gonna get a lot of it here. You know, if you love a lot of drugs, you're gonna do a lot of it here. And I just I have the luxury of being a fly on the wall a lot because people I'm like a a lot of times I'm like I'm a necessity in Hollywood or I was for a long time. Like we need sincere. He's the guy, you know, so I'm I wasn't even looked at as like a person looking at people. I'm part of the scene. I'm part of the the movie. Like mm-hmm. he's just in the movie. You're a moving so, part of yes. what, what makes it go, that vehicle. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm in it. So it's like if sincere sees something to people they don't like, that's just sincere. He says he sees everything. And because I see everything, like women are so comfortable with just like Doing being everything. their true version of themselves, I'm like, nah, I don't, nah, this is crazy. Like, you're all not like, for me. Yeah, like I don't want to, ah, like ah, you know. And then you get to you, even the ones who are still very private and guarded. You get, you're able to read people very well. And when you deal with a lot of people, it's like I've seen this before. Like I don't know you. But I know you. I've seen this whole that type of personality. Yeah, I see everything. You, yeah, everything. Sure. I already I, know where this is going. Like, I'll literally meet a girl and be like, "All right, she got like two years before she's back." To I know her. exactly what you mean. <laughs> like, you see the same with me was different as far as like going to different strip clubs everywhere. But it's like you see the same type of version yep. in each state yep. and just kind of variations of what it is. Yep, the loud one. You know, the quirky one. The one who's friends with everyone. The one who wants to fuck everyone. You're like, ah, I know what this is. Like she's going to she gonna survive, but she's going to be burnt out in a year. Like, you just know. She's like, going to be pregnant by She's going to get pregnant baby. by an athlete. She's going to get, you know, and you just kind of. She's kinda, getting dogged out. She's going to get married and then somebody. For sure. <laughs> she's like going to move back home. Oh, yeah. When COVID gets done and outside's back open, it's going to be half the girls is going to be left. They didn't survive. They can't. They're not good swimmers. They didn't survive. Nah, they're gonna be gone. They gotta go. They can go back to their parents' house and it's over. <laughs> that's that's funny. Yeah. That's funny. Private talk. I hope that you are liking this episode. I know I am. Make sure that you comment and subscribe. We're gonna take a little bit of a break and then get to Truth with Texas. There it is. All right, private talk. We are back and we are ready to play Truth with Texas. We've got four cards here. We're gonna pick each one and each. Suit is a different type of question. Oh, what's up? Let's go. Oh, I'm just grabbing one card. One at a time. All right. I see you're greedy over there. You want all the cards at a time. <laughs> <laughs> ace of. Oh, this is the Ace of Hearts. Ace of Hearts is a romantic question. Would okay. You consider yourself a romantic. I think so. Yeah. Um, although I'm not really a relationship person. I want to create everlasting impressions on people. So if I'm fucking you, I'm going to do something for you like we're actually in a relationship. You know Does that saying? mean like you're cash shopping someone, taking them to the Oh, yeah, that's spa. nothing. That's, that's, yeah, that's, I, that was one of somebody's uh, love languages things, was yeah. the cash shop. <laughs> yeah, that's small, though. That's like a small thing to a big fish. A you know? small gesture. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite romantic comedy? Mmm. Or favorite romantic movie. It doesn't have to be a comedy. Yeah, romantic, favorite romantic movie. Basic Instinct Knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tells you what kind of person it's going on. I like Hitch a lot. I like that movie. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah, I like, I like, I like Will Smith. I think he's dope. Breasts or butts? Breasts. 
morning sex or at night? Night. With the lights on. Lights on. Yeah. Freaky. I like it. Yeah. I don't really know. Like, I don't I don't know. I feel like I'd be more concerned if someone's like, turn the lights off. Yeah, I like the lights on. It could be moody lights, but I, I, I want to see. I don't want no darkness. How long have you gone without having sex? Um... I mean, I take breaks. Right now, I'm taking a break from sex. So I haven't had sex in like three weeks. And I'm probably going to go to the end of the month. I thought you were going to be like three months. So I was like, three weeks is not that long of a thing. But yeah. it's long enough because it's like, you know, you're over that like hump. Yeah. yeah a, but I fast every year during Ramadan. So I always take 30 days. So are you yeah. having no sex and no masturbating too or just nothing? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. No sex. No watching porn. None of that shit. What's your favorite porn search? Um, gang bangs. Midgets. Nah, I don't like that Lesbian shit. Lesbian porn, anal. Nah, midgets. I be if I do watch porn, you know what I'm saying. I watch like, I don't watch like porn stars. It'd be like, it's what like they call amateur it. stuff. Yeah, like amateur, like the new girl. You so know, it's what I'm saying? like somebody's cousin in a, like Kentucky. Like a bad bitch. We never <laughs> like. There's just and the nigga done set his camera up and he's like, I'm fucking. I'm about to fuck. Jessica, my brother's my my fucking or brother's ex girlfriend, like my step my stepsister, <laughs> or some shit, or yeah, some like crazy Atlanta <laughs> thing. It's some weird shit. Yeah. Are you a sexter? Nah, I, I won't know. Facetime sex. I like that. Facetime yeah. sex is where it's at. The texting, I, I like. Yeah, just get on. But FaceTime. I mean, it's like sometimes. I mean, I feel like some people abuse Facetime these days. Like, don't like Facetime should be like a. You should be a forewarning before. <laughs> Why do people say that? I FaceTime people as soon as I get their number. See, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like it's super, like, intrusive. Like, I need to know when someone, like, what if I look ratchet as hell and I don't want to look at somebody in FaceTime? Don't ask. But then I feel like, what if I want to talk to you, but I don't want to, like, see you? Call back regularly. Mm, yeah. Then I just forget. And then it just gets See, you out. overthinking that shit. You, you, got, a boy, you got a boyfriend. You got a boyfriend. I have no boyfriend. That's, that's why. You think too much. <laughs> that is a big problem of mine. But, you know, I think there's probably a leather list of reasons why I'm not single either. <laughs> but I feel like when the right time comes, it'll come. Nah, facts. Yeah. All right. Next question. Let's see. Let's see what we got. Another ace. Of? We're all, they're all going to be aces. They're going to be suits or different. So it's a club yeah. and it's a kinky question. All right. Mm, let's see. Have you ever been tied up? No. Have you ever tied somebody up? No. I've uh, like, like held there. With your hands? Yeah. Like held them down. Mm, have you ever been attracted to your partner's significant or best friend, but you never had a partner, so it doesn't really matter for you? Nah, I, I I pretty much get what I want most of the time. Have you fucked best friends before and them not know it? For sure. Without them knowing? Yeah. Or was it just like a team collaboration? Um, I'm sure I have. I don't know. This is Hollywood. And who's best friends for real? That's true. <laughs> the, it's very very gray area. Yeah, I see like, where you're going. Uh, it's like weaving in and out of traffic. Like, we're cool, stores. but we went on a trip with her and James like, Harden. But, but did you really friends with her? Yeah, like, whatever. Do you love quickies or do you like long sessions? Both. You know, I, I, I don't mind a quickie. I don't mind a, you know. Do you like giving or receiving? Receiving. Are you yeah. a giver, though? For sure. So you're not going to be too selfish. You just nah, want to nah, be nah. received first. It's not a first or nothing. Uh, you know, for me, for me, it's like a vibe. 
You know what I'm saying? I gotta wanna eat your pussy. Like I, it gotta be like oh, this bitch. I just love her energy. Like, but is it like oh. after club? You know, eating pussy. You're gonna be like, bitch. You need to go take a shower. And eat pussy, I've never eaten. Just... A, I've never eaten a pussy after the nightclub. Never. Never. Will it ever happen? Yeah. Never say never. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know, shit happens. <laughs> Do you like role playing? I never try. I never tried it. I never been in a relationship long enough for that. Like, you know, I never There's never been, been one girl like out there that's been like tried to like force you into a relationship. Man, I had this like- one girl do some super <laughs> it was weird. Like she she was Egyptian or something. And um like we kissing and shit and I'm about to fuck her. And she like does like a dance. Like she does like a like a like a strip dance or like a ah like a fucking Egyptian like like a belly dancer type thing like thing? she to, to before she fucked me it was weird as fuck like were you turned like, on or not I was weird I was weird I'm because we about to fuck and I'm ready and then she gets up and like starts doing like what the fuck are you doing like and she did like a 15 minute. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just sitting there, like, dick hanging out, like... I'd be like, bitch, come here! <laughs> like, what's going on? Like, and I just felt I, I had to wait and see, because it just looked like she had to do it. it so what happened? I, I mean, I fucked her. Was it good? Was it dance? Did it was it- all right. It wasn't even... Yeah, it was like, you did all that and shit, and it wasn't even... It was cool. You wasted all your energy for all the of fucking, that yeah, shit. You like, could have... <laughs> dancing like a snake, and you could have just... Shakira? Came in, you know... <laughs> Oh. How funny. Ace of Spades, it's a naughty question. Big jump. What is your favorite sexual position? Um, I mean, it depends on the body type. You know, if you got good curves, yeah, I want to hit it from the back. Good curves and a good arch. Okay. Um, But if you just like, you know... Not your your curve ain't really, and you got some nice titties. I want chest to chest. Okay. You know what I'm saying. Are you coming on the chest? I like coming in pe- bitches' faces though. Uh, I thought uh, you were gonna say I like coming in bitches. I'm like that's probably not nah, a good nah, idea. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> we're in L.A. Nah. Abort mission. I be liking to see like that little last. You know my thing be this like. I just want to dog you. You know when I'm having sex with a woman, I want to give her. You're not gonna forgive me. Like, you know dog her in the sense of, like, you're going to fuck her so good yeah. that she's going to be like, motherfucker broke my back. Yeah, yeah, I want to fuck the shit out of you. And I want to, like, I don't want to say degrade, but I definitely want to, like. You choke, spit, all those things. Yeah, I, I want it to be, like. You're dominant. Yeah, I want to see, like, because if it go bad, I want to see you somewhere and be like, nah, I did the worst. Of her. I don't even, you know, like, see you with another nigga, like. See, You're like, like, well, you can have her already fucking in my that in bitch my mind. Out. Yeah, like I'm like, oh, I mean, I did the, this night. There's no way he's gonna outdo what I did. So, would you consider yourself a jealous person then? Because I'm nah, sure I'm that you've had, you know, obviously you're in the nightlife scene. There's other girls that have been quote unquote passed around from people. Yeah. So it's like, does it ever make you feel jealous? I lost my I lost my innocence when I was 17 on tour. You know, like I seen before I came to Hollywood, I was on tour, so I seen it all already. Yeah, like. Behind the scenes, I seen, the yeah, yeah. Of I like seen all the- fucking girls like, oh my god, I sit talk to me like I love you. I'm not that type of girl. Duh, 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 duh. And then a fucking rapper would walk in and they just 
sucking the dick right away. Instantly, like in your face. Like, what happened? I thought she I thought she was Oh my god, I, this is the only celebrity I said if I met this guy. It's like, just yeah, this the only time I've ever yeah. done it. If you hear Usually that it's time like this, that's not the case. Yeah, so. Guys and girls though. I feel like it could be both ways. <laughs> Have you ever made a woman squirt? For sure. What is your technique? To, to make her squirt, mm-hmm. I think the woman makes herself squirt. Mm, you got to be a willing participant. There's I like mean, a move that you do, you know what I'm saying? Nah, I, I never, I don't really like fingers. Like I'm, I'm, So you've done it from your dick? Yeah, just fucking That's it. That's talent. I don't have one, so I can't do that. But got, squirting is like, it's a whole, like, you know, it's like uh, wet and, you know, everywhere. Yeah, I think a bitch got to really like you. And, and it's already be soaking, and then it's... When you fucking her, you know. Then it's on. It's on. I never, like, did a. Finger trick? Yeah. I made a woman squirt from eating out, though. I got moves you've never seen before, Sincere. With the squirting and shit? Yeah, you can. Oh, with your fingers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These fingers are magical. But you make yourself squirt. You saying you, no. make, you could make a woman squirt. Yes. I mean, that's, you a, you know. I'm a motherfucking G. You a woman. <laughs> Not all women can do it. Diamond, it's a spicy question, which they're all a little spicy. Yes, ma'am. Craziest place you've ever had sex? Craziest or, like, best? Like Both. At the craziest place I probably fucked was, like, in, in Macy's. You know what I'm saying? Macy's, like a dressing room? Nah, like, out in the open on the ninth floor. What's that? Macy's I, in the ninth floor? The furniture section. Oh, fuck. Yeah. That's uh, epic. That's epic. In Chicago, when I was a shorty. Um, you didn't get caught. We did get caught. Oh, That's shit. why I was even more like, what the fuck? Did you get kicked out of Macy's? Well, <laughs> we was kids, so they kind of let us, you know, they just gave us a slap on the wrist. Um, so my sexual appetite is weird now because I need scenery now to really enjoy it, like, to the max. Okay. I need to be like. That's why I travel a lot. Like as far as like, like being like you said boats or like yeah, outside it gotta be or like yeah. on the ocean or yeah, like on the like beach in the fucking mansion, but you could see the view. Like you know, like everything now is like it gotta be a, a memory attached. It gotta be to a it. movie. Yeah, it gotta be visually stimulating. Like like even for example, <laughs> I was in Vegas and I. I you know I had a nice suite, and I'm fucking this girl, and just someone right. It was you know, and I'm like, let's go by the window. You know what I'm saying? And like, and I could see the Vegas Strip, and I just went crazy. You're like, woo! Yeah, yeah. Let's it just go. it's like more than because I I think man like the once you have a certain you have sex with a certain it's kind of like how we saying like I met this girl before. It doesn't matter. It's like I had this body before. Yeah. So now you need something more it needs to, to be entertained. Like to be for me, it's yeah. like sexual thing is about energy. So it's like I don't want to be the same person with every person. Exactly. It's, it's like different things. So if it's like if it takes a fucking fireworks, fucking something. Building, I like that though. Maybe I should something. fuck a girl. And fireworks have like are my a, thing. I like fireworks. Have like a fireworks show. Yeah, while I'm fucking her. that'd be That's, fun. Cause like it's like that. the popping sensation and orgasm, and it's just like magic. Mm. See, we're on to something. I like that. How many girls have you had sex with at one time? Like my biggest orgy? Mm-hmm. There's uh, been multiple I like. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Man, my fucking birthday was crazy. Which birthday? The one where you flew the, out of the thir- ceiling? My 30. I'm Turks and Kinko. You know what I'm saying? I'm Kinko's. Tur- look, Tur- Turks you and said Kinko. 
Turks and Kinks. That's uh, mean you're a kinky motherfucker and, since um, you're 11. You know what I'm saying? I did a six piece. You know, that was the. Welcome I like how you show. talk it like it's like chicken. I need yeah, a six piece. Yeah, six like. piece spicy. <laughs> six piece pipe spicy. You know, hot sauce to catch up on. There's a lot of legs, thighs, and it all. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a good. That was a good scenario right there. That six. Was, that was a good scenario. But how can it, but you handle scenario. all six women? Everybody's doing their job. Mm. Everybody's participating. So they were doing things to themselves. Everybody too. with each other. That's it's hot. Everybody's participating. I'm a, a visual job, person though. too because, like, for me, it's like I'm like thinking, picturing like the girl, the girls, and then the guy. You know, like. You know, it's like centipede, but human centipede. It's a vibe. And two, this is what I'll tell you young guys, man, out here trying to sleep with all these women. Sometimes you got to sit back and let them do their thing, too, when you in there. You don't don't think you just, you got to sit back and watch for a little like second, this. too. Yeah, just relax, and hey. then you get back in. It's about pacing yourself, you know. Don't think you just the man. You got to crawl finna, before you walk. Yeah, yeah, you got to pace yourself, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, the pace is going to keep you going. But if you try to just think you finna jackhammer everything. Nothing like the Energizer yeah. Bunny and you fail. Yeah. It's not happening. Then you're like, ah, that shit was whatever. It was cool. It wasn't. It wasn't you know. that great. I want to be remembered. If you notice everything we talked about today, I want to be remembered. So even when I'm sleeping with a woman, I want to be remembered. That's awesome, though. That's a good like thought process to have is because that's what makes you so great in everything that you do. It's like mm-hmm. you're not just doing it to be mediocre. You're doing it to be remembered. Facts. I love that. Well, Legacy. thank you so much, Sincere, for taking the time and coming on the Private sure. Talk Couch. I hope that you had an amazing time. Please let us know where we can find you on your social medias, websites. Yeah. Um, Sincere Show on everything. So Clubhouse, Instagram, SincereShow.com. YouTube, fucking whatever, Pinterest, uh, you know what I mean? You whatever. heard it, Private Talk. Make sure you go support and follow. And if I'm not invited to the next party, I'm going to be offended. Nah, we're going to see if you pop out. I don't know if you're ready for this. We gonna see. I don't know if you're ready for me. All right, we're going to see. Pop out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to be like, oh, Miss Texas is here. Oh, shit. That's right. All right, tune in next time. Thanks for listening, Private Talk. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Our house is a mess. Come on in. I'm Amber Wallen, internet comedian, plant queen, and host of your new favorite podcast, Fly on the Wild. Okay, that's pretty presumptuous to assume that this is going to be their favorite podcast, by the way. Like, come on, Amber. Anyway, that wasp that you just heard interrupt me is my husband. And co-host, Benjamin Wallen, also a comedian, and I host people at our home. I have a great wine collection in my cellar. Well, you mean cellar. the mini fridge? Yeah, it's a mini fridge. It's a mini yeah. fridge. New episodes of Fly on the Wallen drop every Wednesday. Listen in as we discuss relationships, books, and keeping our sweet baby kid alive while we make laughs on the internet. Subscribe to Fly on the Wallen wherever you get your podcasts.